Chief Director for Planning in the Department, Mulife Musenohi, told former MEC Kredani Mashlangu that three months was too short to move about 1,700 psychiatric patients from life acidemia facilities. He proposed that this be done in 12 months or six months at a minimum. This would afford the department enough time to train and prepare NGOs as they did not seem sustainable. Among his concerns were that patients would relapse and their families would be negatively affected. Suspended HOD Dr. Bani Silivano says he was shocked with Mashangu's response when Musenohi voiced these concerns at a departmental meeting. The MEC said, Mr. Musenohi, are you working for life is or what? And the matter rested there. But Dr. Silivano, you're the head of department. It was difficult for me to stand up to the ABC. But why were you afraid to stand up to the MEC on something that you tell us you were convinced was wrong? I didn't stand up at that time. I wish I had. Probably I doubt if I would have any, got any better results. Let's have a met with Danny Machangolina. No. I was just saying, were you really scared of this lady, MEC? The department's position that the relocations were a cost-saving measure was again questioned. Section 27's advocate Adila Hasim asked Silivano why his department was planning to build new facilities for psychiatric patients with 900 beds at a huge cost, while at the same time claiming that the life acidemia contract was terminated due to budgetary constraints. Silivano said this was a long-term plan. If we don't plan properly into the future, already the system is clogged. That's precisely the point. So my question is, why then, in the face of all of that, are you terminating the contract that is clearly needed and at the same time planning to spend many hundreds of millions on building extra beds? You are saying at the same time, and I'm saying this not at the same time. Government budget cycles, what you plan now, you will not get it next month. It also emerged that Silivano signed licenses for some NGOs in November last year. The licenses had already been signed by suspended mental health director Dr. Mahabu Manamela in April. The NGOs included Precious Angels, which Silivano had shut down months ago following the deaths of patients. The signatures came after his meeting with health ombudsman Professor Malekhapur Mahova, who said it was him as HOD who was supposed to sign licenses and not Manamela. The only reason that I was doing this was to regularize. Why would you regularize a license for an NGO in which people were dying and that you yourself had to close down? It was unlawful. It shouldn't have happened. You didn't ask to see the audit report to make sure that all of the requirements were met before you could sign the license. You didn't, I didn't do that. Uh, cancel. I did. I wish I did. And you know that as I a matter of common sense and as a matter of law, you can't regularize something that is already void. Silivano said he was not aware at the time that the licenses were invalid and concedes that in hindsight the project as a whole should not have happened. He adds that had he known then what he knows now, the life acidemia contract would not have been terminated. Silivano says he regrets not heeding the advice of experts who warned the department that the relocations could have dire consequences. I now know exactly how we did things wrong. Very wrong by not heeding to advice, by not listening to other people. I mean, there's somewhere uh, I read again where it says uh, we've got no responsibility to do this, stakeholders and all that. And I read and I said, what are we doing here? We did things the wrong way, terribly wrong, terribly wrong. 
we should have listened to other people. Silivano also considered that had it not been for the family members who protested, civil society and the media, more people would have died. Who do you think is responsible administratively for this tragedy of 143 deaths? I would say I take responsibility. I've said it to, to Professor. I was not there. I was not doing the everyday activities. I can't do that. It is impossible. But it happened under my watch. He'll be back on the witness stand this morning for his third day of cross-examination. Meanwhile, the South African Federation of Trade Unions plans to pick it outside the hearings today to demand justice for the 143 victims. I'm Wissani Makubele in Johannesburg.